Hello, I'm Rachel Clapp-Miller, and I'm the Director of Digital Engagement at Force Management, a growth play company. Thank you for downloading this podcast on sales transformation. It's the third in our series with our very own sales curmudgeon. Always a pleasure, Rachel. Last time, we talked about the grieving process. For those of you who care, today we're talking about another reason your sales initiative will probably fail. You bet on the wrong horse. Alrighty then. So what do you mean by betting on the wrong horse? Projects are tough to implement, Rachel. You wouldn't know that because you're in marketing. But I've implemented a few in my day. They're hard because they bring out the sum of all fears. Seems simple enough. Let's implement Salesforce.com out of the box. Let's implement a five-step sales process. Let's just haul the reps into a classroom and teach them to negotiate better. Let's just face reality. It's much harder than it seems. Sort of like marketing. But I digress. What's so hard about this? It's nothing like marketing. There's many reasons why a project can fail, but I'll give you two. You place too much faith in a training event, and you assemble the wrong implementation team. Done correctly, training events accomplish three things. Impart knowledge, hone skills, and communicate expectations. That's it. They don't permanently change behaviors. Sales leaders say they understand this, but they really don't. Otherwise, they wouldn't lose interest after the SKO hangover fades. Training is neither the beginning nor the end of the change process. It sits squarely at a brief moment in the middle. And if you're measuring success by how many people attend and the score you get on the little course evaluation sheet, you're a dead man walking. The time spent in training should be dwarfed by the time spent making it happen and the time spent changing how people do stuff afterwards. What happens before training makes it relevant. What happens after makes it stick. As a sales leader, you're in charge of both. But enough of that. I'm sick of hearing myself talk. I'm sick of hearing you talk too. Shut up, Rachel. Anyway, what were you saying earlier about betting on the wrong horse? Let's get back to that. Okay, it has to do with the implementation team you assemble, or what I like to say, the horse you bet on. As with most things in life, your choices come down to three. Do nothing, do it internally, or do it with a third party. All right, the choice of doing nothing is what I call an effortless horse to bet on. Doing nothing means convincing yourself that things are just fine as is. It's the low cost option and seemingly the low risk option. Plus, you're pretty good at preserving the status quo, so it's a natural horse to bet on. The choice of doing it internally, on the other hand, is an alluring horse to bet on. You know your sales team needs to be fixed, but why pay some high price price consultant to do the fixing. At their fees, you could probably hire a person or two, so you rely on your sales enablement team. So what's wrong with that? Well, maybe nothing. It depends. Throughout the years, I've come across two varietals of sales enablement, the competent and the disconnected. The competent sport a nice blend of sales and training experience. They've been in the trenches dropping stomach acid quarter after quarter, and they're great in front of a crowd. They have street cred and presence. The disconnected, on the other hand, can't get stuff done. 
either because they don't know what to do or, or they aren't adequately supported. Anyway, the choice of working with a third party is a risky horse. Risky because if you pick the wrong one and the bet is high enough, you may well lose your job. These horses come in two breeds, the thoroughbreds and the glue factory. The thoroughbreds are disruptive, rightfully so. If you want to have a disruptive influence on the market, you need to have the courage to disrupt your own team. No guts, no glory. And then there's the glue factory. You know these tired old horses. They're the name brand 80s and 90s folk who taught your grandfather to sell vacuum cleaners. The goal for these worn out nags is to sell you butts and seats. Their definition of relevancy is changing the logo on the first presentation slide. Their definition of adoption is a 90-day pulse check, which is really just an opportunity to upsell more butts and seats. Nobody ever got fired for hiring these guys, right? No, except of course the person who's responsible for achieving an ROI. Real talk from the sales curmudgeon. Don't bet on the wrong horse. If you like his approach, be sure to download the rest of this series in iTunes. We also have the Sales Curmudgeon ebook that you can find on our blog homepage. Thanks for joining us for our third podcast in the Curmudgeon series. Be sure to connect with us on LinkedIn and Twitter and subscribe to these podcasts on iTunes.